From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. It's Wednesday, December 9th, and a December day with still no snow and temperatures almost pushing 50 here on Lake Wissota. So I uh, decided to step out the home office and actually get a little fresh air. Uh, I did that earlier today as well, visiting with an old legislative colleague of mine, Jeff Smith, who's now in the state Senate. We talk a bit about the 2021 session coming up in a moment. But first, as part of our daily coronavirus update, you know, it's, it's certainly the end of a November surge. Whether we're in between holiday waves, we don't know. But we'll take the good news, and that's that cases are down to about 3,600 based on the Wednesday reports from the Department of Health Services. Uh, that's one of the lowest midweek numbers in about two months. But we know we're still at the tail end of a surge because the number of deaths, which is always the last indicator to come down, they're still way up there. Another 81 people passed away from COVID-19. The state's death toll is now 3,887. The fight against coronavirus spread has been made infinitely more difficult by all of the lawsuits challenging safeguards, whether they were put out at the state level by Governor Tony Evers or at the local level because people were told that local control would be best. But as we've mentioned before, when those local health directors tried to take action to keep the public safe, well, the lawyers got involved. And we have an article over at upnorthnewswi.com about what some of those local health directors are saying about how basically they almost have to let the virus run rampant lest they face having their safeguards struck down in court anyway. Again, the thing that would make all this easier would be a state legislature that was helping to set a statewide plan. But that legislature never met for the rest of 2020 after they left in mid-April. So I asked uh, an old colleague of mine, State Senator Jeff Smith from the Eau Claire area, to uh, sit down with me at a, a nearby park uh, since the weather was so nice and to talk a bit about some of the issues. And we'll, we'll share more of this conversation as we go along. But uh, in this first part, we talk about everything from the uh, Speaker's Task Force on Clean Water and whether anything will come of that, whether the debacle that is Foxconn helps make the state budget a little easier because state resources could be allocated. Uh, but we started just by talking about coming off this election and the need, uh, the overdue need for folks in Wisconsin to come together and try to heal. We have a lot of work cut out for us. We have to repair all the, a lot of damage. And, and the damage isn't just one person. It isn't just uh, this mo moment in time. It's happened over a long period of time. Is, is this still mostly going to be about a governor with the veto power versus what the Republican leaders want? Or do the Assembly and Senate Democrats feel like they do have a role in the process? Well, let's, re let's flip that a little bit. I, does, are the leaders who are coming in, and of course we have new leadership in the Senate, um, and then Voss is continuing on in the Assembly, are they going to change their attitudes towards the governor? Because the governor presents plans such as he has over and over again related to COVID and what we can do as a state to help the citizens who are suffering from this pandemic. Are they going to continue to ignore that rather than actually take his, his, his uh, propositions seriously and let us uh, debate them on the floor and turn them into bills that we can vote on? Does the failure of Foxconn to fulfill its original intent for such a hefty price tag does it make your job any easier What's to say, look, you had four and a half billion pledged. They're not going to use four and a half billion. It's clear the money is there. So why don't we take care of some of these other more pressing needs? 
you're right, exactly right. Why now, since we know what was predicted by many, that it was just a scam, that we're not going to, hopefully it's not going to cost us what we thought it was going to cost us because they aren't fulfilling their end of the bargain. You're right, that's a great place we can start and say, let's take that and, and actually use that money to build an infrastructure for the whole state, not just for one uh, avenue in the, in the uh, down in the Southeast, but let's build that infrastructure, including broadband expansion. Let's, let's make sure that everybody has access to safe and, uh, and good health, health care. Um, make sure all of our schools are fully funded. Let's do one more, and that would be on, on clean water. The speaker put up a task force last time around. Is that something that, again, can be the focus of some uh, bipartisan agreement on the things that must be done and the level of investment that has to be made? One thing that I know, I, no one ever mentions either is that the only reason the speaker had a task force was because the governor beat him to the punch and declared 2019 as the year of clean water. That's fine. The challenge was out there. The speaker stepped up and said, okay, you made this the year of clean water. I'm gonna form a task force and we're going to bring this, uh, bring, make this a top tier issue. And I appreciate that. But now where's the follow through? We need the follow through. I think only two or three propositions out of that task force were actually um, turned into bills this last session, but it doesn't mean that we can't take much more of what they learned from that. Let's face it, task force, unfortunately, are a political tool sometimes just to give people the impression that we're doing some work, when in fact the real work still needs to be done. State Senator Jeff Smith and I talked more about the divisions, especially the rural and urban divide in Wisconsin, and we'll bring you that part of the conversation at another time. Just this reminder that on our website, we've been looking at the brand new members of the legislature, and we have another one of those profiles for you, along with more news over at upnorthnewswi.com, upnorthnewswi on your favorite social media feed from the editor's front porch. I'm Pat Wrightlaw.